Ready to boost sales and grow your business without the BS? Welcome to the Business Growth Show. I'm Sam Dunning, a digital marketing, sales, and business growth evangelist. Tune in and subscribe today as I'll be interviewing business leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs from around the globe. We'll be sharing actionable tips across marketing, sales, and growth without the BS to help you skyrocket your business. And welcome back to a fresh episode of Business Growth Show. Excited to be joined by Stephen Hodges today. Stephen is an adjunct professor, CEO, and serial entrepreneur from Oregon in the States. He currently teaches at Oregon State University in the College of Business, and he owns and operates Boson Hub Digital Development, LLC, and has more recently been specializing in virtual events and trade shows. Stephen works with SMEs with their Google Ads efforts and builds custom enterprise web pages focused on e-commerce. Stephen, looking forward to chatting today, man. How are you doing? Uh, Sam, thank you so much for having me on. It is quite an honor. Uh, it's thousands of kilometers away. It's great that uh, we get to have this conversation. It's the harnessing the power of the internet. I'm really honored to be here. Uh, it's great. It's quite early here on the West Coast. It's still dark. And uh, it is currently, uh, according to my temperature, 38 degrees. But for you, that means something very, very different than it means for us, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be really, really hot. So that would probably be me away in Greece or Egypt or somewhere nice and sunny, probably okay. sipping a cocktail by the, uh, by the beach or by the pool, man. But uh, <laughs> appreciate you joining us nice and early. And we've got a really exciting topic today, Stephen, that I'm looking forward to. And I know you and I have had some back and forth on LinkedIn for some months. So I think this is going to be very, very valuable to both myself and everyone tuning in today. Um, and it's all geared around why people need to claim their Google My Business listing today. So I think if we could hit it from the ground running, really, Stephen, and talk about, first of all, why it's so important um, for people that perhaps heard of Google My Business, but don't really know how it can help their own company. Absolutely. And so Google My Business is it's a free tool that Google uh, has internally. Uh, anyone can sign up for it for their business. Uh, it's it's free. It's very easy to use. There's just a couple of learning uh, steps that you have to get over. But the idea is that this is Google's internal tool. And so Google has a preference for you to use Google, stay within the Google ecosystem. And the big thing why this is the most important is because a lot of people where they think that they're going to a browser and trying to find a plumber near me or maybe a uh, a web developer near me, et cetera. Uh, they're going to type that into whatever they think it is. And realistically, that's going to be on Google, whether it's on their phone or whether that's on their computer. And one of the very first things that Google is going to want to do is show their own internal tools like Google My Business. Now, in the age of COVID-19, uh, at least where we are here in the United States, and I know in other parts of the world, uh, things are shutting down, opening up, um, particularly for restaurants. It's, are you accepting takeout? Are you doing in-person outdoor seating? All of that stuff. Well, you can mark that super easy on Google My Business. But the problem is that most businesses don't claim that property. And so if you don't create a Google My Business for your own company, somebody can create it for you. Or Google can create it on behalf of you and what happens is that if, if that property gets created and you don't claim it, if for some strange reason there is a review that you need to respond to, or if you do need to update and be like, oh my gosh, we have this new program that we're now doing indoor dining because that restriction just got lifted yesterday. Well, if you don't have that claimed, it's going to be several days until you can claim that. 
and make those changes and time is of the essence. There's a lot of businesses that are really up and down right now and you want to be able to have control over that. And the statistic I'll leave in this very first part of the show, 56% of businesses in the United States, at least in the United States, have not claimed their Google My Business meaning that there is a lot of information about businesses that are out there that either businesses don't have any control over or they don't have uh, any sort of ownership over and they can't respond to any of it. So that is the biggest reason why you want to know what Google My Business is and you want to claim it. Wow. Yeah, amazing stat. I mean, naturally, us both being owners of digital marketing companies, we're aware of why it's so good. But I can say for sure, even after being working at a web company for a couple of years, I didn't quite realize the effect. And until now, I didn't realize it was a whopping 56% of people or companies rather, especially in the US, USA, that haven't claimed it. And it being free, it's, it's really, really important, just like you say, Stephen. So we'll dive into exactly how people can set it up and how easy it is to get up and running. Um, but before we get into that, I'd like to drill down a bit more into why it's so useful. So you mentioned quite often if I know, especially if I need help with something. So if I'm perhaps I'm looking for a DIY guy because I'm terrible at anything DIY, whether it's putting up a painting, painting a wall, anything like that, I'm getting my dad around or I'm getting a specialist around because I know I'm going to do a botch job and it's probably yep. going to fall down within 10 minutes of me putting it up. So all that <laughs> kind of stuff, I'm certainly searching on Google. So is that is that where it comes useful, Stephen, for those kind of situations? Yeah, I think I think you and I might be related somehow because that's exactly it. Because anything with computers, it's like I got it. You know, anything that has to do with putting pixels together, maybe putting assembling a computer, would be like TV installation. I got it. TV installation on the wall—that's a completely different story <laughs> because that involves you know a drill and some screws. I'm going to go hire an electrician, and so I'm going to go to Google. And realistically, it's like what Google's 85% of the the search engine traffic. Going to sure. go to Google and I'm going to type in either electrician in Albany, Oregon, where I live, Albany, Oregon, or electrician near me. Those mm -hmm. are the search terms. And that drills down to what you and I know and refer to as local SEO. We want, oh. uh, we want uh, the DIY uh, team, the electrician, the plumber, the web developer who's local to me. And so Google is going to be like, hey, I know somebody who is here, by the way, here's their Google My Business profile. Google has been very intentional about keeping people within the Google ecosystem. So if you look really carefully, when you click on some articles, you'll notice that it doesn't actually go to that website. It stays within the Google ecosystem. They want you to stay within that. They want you to shop within that. They want you to watch videos with them, their YouTube, et cetera. And so this is just another way that you can do that by having the Google My Business. It's because it's a Google internal tool and within that um, you can have things like your address your services some pictures your logo how to call you where you are on the map and stuff like that got it so just for the sake of clarity what is the difference between let's say um, a google ad so if we do a search result on google we know typically we've got the google ads that show at the top and the bottom mm -hmm. um, we've got the organic listings from seo search engine optimization and then we've got the Google My Business listings, which are typically local, like we said, if you're searching for a specific trade or service or product near yourself. So what, what's the main differences between those, those three that would typically show up in our results? Yeah, yeah, and so one cool thing about Google My Business is it kind of sidesteps ranking in a way. Uh, it's because you have, as you said, you have your, your paid listings at the top and then you have SEO. Um, those are There's a lot of competition for that, but 
Uh, a lot of times for a lot of the way that people have their devices set up is to the side of that, to the right of that. You can have Google My Business, will, it will show either on the side or up top uh, map listings. And so Google Maps is an incredibly powerful tool. And I know that I do this. Um, I have it set up in my car that I can say, uh, okay, Google, and I hope that Google's not listening in my outbuilding yeah. right now. Uh, and I say, okay, Google, find me, you know, a restaurant near me or um, some, something like that. Or I need a restaurant or sure. help me get home, et cetera. And so that uses Google Maps and Google Maps in itself is a huge search engine. And so having a Google My Business listing is listed there as well. Uh, in a lot of times, especially if you have a physical address that you're using. If you're using a service area, it looks a little bit different. Um, but the way that Google Maps uh, works and the Google My Business works is it's almost sidestepping a lot of the SEO and SEM based ranking because uh, it'll easily show up at the very top and be like, oh, here's a list of all the plumbers that are in this area. Here's the map or it's on the side, depending on how you have your device set up. So it's almost sidestepping the rest of the rat race to try to get rankings really good point so i guess if you're a new business or if it's something you've not yet set up or perhaps you've just started marketing so maybe you've just started doing some seo some paid ads work you just started doing some social media and you're getting all that marketing up and running whilst that's taking effect if you get your google my business listing up there it's almost leapfrogging you ahead of all the businesses that haven't and it gives you a chance to to get get in front of idle customers right so they can they can see what you do and they can give you a call or see your website see your reviews and all that good stuff Exactly. And, and that's the one thing that um, I, I've been teaching this now for a couple of years. Um, and it, it has become increasingly important, of course, for 2020 with COVID-19. Um, but I, what I started doing a couple of years ago is I started noticing that, OK, I moved down here in 2016. Uh, I used to live in Portland. I moved down here an hour away. And I was effectively there was there was a huge agency that was like, OK, they're a completely different type of uh, company. And then there was me, you know, where we're a smaller agency, but we're definitely an agency. And then on Google My Business, I noticed that all these companies started getting listed there. I'm like, ah, okay. Um, that uh, helped me understand my competitors really well also. Um, I, I wanted to take a moment while I'm thinking about this is that a lot of people are like, okay, I have a small business and I want to get ranked on here. I've been working with this uh, Web Choice UK company. They've been getting me lots of listening, uh, lots of leads. Really appreciate them, right, Sam? Um, and <laughs> I don't want to list my physical address, though. You know, at least here in the United States, there's concerns about privacy, about people coming to your house, etc. You can actually set what's called a service area. So where people are saying, I want a web developer who is in the Albany, Oregon area. And then if you do that, for example, my address is not listed through this. So even if you're running a business from home, you don't have a business address, that's okay. You can have what's called a service area instead. So you don't have to be concerned about people knowing where you live. That sounds great. So that's a great time saver as well. So you don't get inquiries from areas that you don't cover, exactly. um, which could waste your time and, and prospective customers as well. All right, Stephen, let's... Before we, before we get into all the features and benefits and advantages, let's dive into how we can claim this listing and perhaps a few, few basics of, of getting started, getting it set up. Sure, sure. So uh, if you don't have a listing already created, all you need to do is go to Google My Business and set it up. It's very, very easy. It'll ask you a couple questions. Uh, it will ask for your address at that point. Um, and that is to verify that you own the location. And so if you if you do not have a Google My Business set profile set up, you can start from fresh. It, it will ask you for your, your address just to verify 
uh, that you are the owner of the company. Um, it'll ask you a couple things like, okay, do you want to have a phone number? Do you want to have uh, an email address? Do you want to offer services? Uh, and it asks you all sorts of questions. Um, it's one of those things that you can put tons of time into it. You don't have to put a lot of time into it, what, whatever. And you can build over time if the profile already exists and you type it into Google, you can just type, press the button. It says, claim this business. And it'll go through a verification process that generally includes sending a postcard to your home or wherever your, your business is that has a verification code. So yes, it uses old school post. You think that Google would have some sort of crazy way that they'd figure out how to do this, but they send you a, at least here in the United States, they send you a postcard. Yep. I'm in the UK. Yep. And I think it's, I think it's great. Um, and I do that for a lot of my clients is because they don't want to deal with it. Um, and so sure. I have them verify me and then I can add my client to it and send them as an authorized user. So those are the ways that you can either claim or start it. It's very easy. Okay. And do we need to have a physical bricks and mortar setup, office, location, or can we have a virtual address? As we know, especially since COVID, a lot of us have moved to working from home, working remotely, and are setting up more virtual addresses that might perhaps even take our post or emails for us. Exactly, exactly. So what you're saying is what I was referring to as a service area. And ah, so, got it. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I, I might have been using the wrong nomenclature there, but, but a service area is where you do need to have a physical location and you can use your home. You can use your home as that physical location because they need to have an association of that property with a human being somewhere. So even if your, um, I don't know, your company is uh, on the East Coast of the United States, you're over here in the West Coast, they will, you can have your headquarters here in the West Coast and say, okay, well, my service area is over there in Connecticut or wherever in the West, on the East Coast. So they, they need to have an address. It's morally, mo mostly for verification purposes only. Now, of course, if you are locally focused, again, like a DIY company, you, of course, want to have a, uh, a local address and all of that. But that local address is more for verification purposes. Gotcha. Gotcha. So if we don't perhaps have a, a physical office, we can use our own home, worst case scenario, or perhaps somewhere, wherever else we trust to for our, our business to operate. Okay, that makes sense. Business Growth Show is sponsored by Vidyard. In today's digital world, getting the attention of key prospects can be a tricky task. Emails and phone calls are often ignored and meeting up in person is rarely an option. And that's exactly why tools like Vidyard have become so effective. Vidyard is a free app that makes it easy to record and send custom video messages that truly stand out and generate more responses. It's a great way to introduce yourself, to showcase your personality, and to create a more personal connection from your very first outreach. You can sign up for your own free account today at vidyard.com forward slash BGS to start sending your very own video messages. That's vidyard.com forward slash BGS. The show is also sponsored by Web Choice. Are you tired of hunting for clients? You could be missing out on regular inbound opportunities all because your website isn't on the first page of Google. Perhaps you're already spending money on marketing, but your website is failing to convert your hard-earned visitors into a consistent flow of leads and sales. Want to learn more about WebChoice's unusual approach that brings idle clients straight to you? Book a free digital marketing assessment today at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com. 
And once we've once we've done that process, Stephen, once we've got it up and running, the listing showing, is there much we need to do in terms of regular maintenance, regular posts, or how can we make sure that it stays up to date, that it stays active, um, and that our listing is going to show for our, our potential customers when they are searching for what we offer? Mm-hmm. This is this is great. I'm I'm really glad you brought that up. Uh, we've been trying a strategy now for this year where we have regular postings on our Google My Business. So it's not like you know, on LinkedIn, you can post a lot. If you're on uh, Facebook, you can post a lot. Um, it's not necessarily designed for a lot of postings. Uh, what we do is we normally do one post per month and that post will expire and will fall off. And so our posts are more of, hey, check this out. This was a client that we did. Um, so I'm thinking of a, a decking company. So uh, one big thing that we saw really, really big um, uh, over the summer with COVID-19 is a lot of people were spending time with um, with their family, their immediate family in their backyards. They saw their deck. We want to have a new deck because we're spending lots of time at home. And so what we what we did was like, okay, uh, let's do some posts about how great it is to spend time outdoors with the family and to spend time looking at this beautiful different types of hardwood that you can have. And so we did posts like this and it was like once a month. So if you are, and that's if you're really into it. Most companies don't even get to that point at all. The bigger things to to focus on that I would really, really recommend is things like pictures, having some regularly updated pictures because you don't have pictures that are very clearly dated. I know that there are some companies that have pictures that are like, these were scanned in pictures from pictures from the 1990s. (laughs) I'm not kidding. You don't want to have pictures like that. You want to have some reasonably up-to-date pictures. Every once in a while, um, if you do have messaging enabled, of course, you want to be able to respond to those messages. You want to be able to change your services if you offer different services. It's things like that that are very, very practical. The actual update and uh, and upkeep is actually very, very minor. Um, If you do notice, though, because Google Analytics, you know, they have you want to be able to have measurable marketing outcomes. If you notice that lots of people are looking at your Google My Business profile, then spend tons of time on it. Enable, you know, in, enable messaging. Um, you want to make sure that you're sending lots of people there to get reviews. There's a way that you can send people directly there to get reviews, responding to reviews. You want people to generate content, things like that. Um, while we're on this topic, what you can do, and uh, there are a couple gimmicks that people have uh, their clients do, but you can do things like, hey, if you come back as a client, we'll give you 10% off if you give us a review. So yesterday I was at a local food cart. Food carts are really big here. It's because they're, you know, they're self-contained and you can have them anywhere and you can go get food and um, not have to eat indoors, et cetera. Um, They said, hey, here's a coupon for $3 off if you give us a review on Facebook and uh, and Facebook and Google My Business. I said, "Okay, okay, that's fine. Very easy. That user generated content is super valuable, super valuable. Nice, nice. Um, no, really good, really good tip, man. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's something that we have to update with posts every day or every week, as long as we're putting reasonably fresh content up there. And like you say, making sure the images that show on our listing are nice, high quality, relevant images to what we do. Exactly. And exactly. So within within Google My Business listings, so reviews and stuff, all that kind of thing are, are linked up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So once you claim your, your business listing, then you have the ability, like you mentioned, to allow your clients that are happy to, to leave you a nice testimony, leave you a nice five-star review. And that also helps with SEO, right? So exactly. yep. Google reviews are now a, a factor in SEO, so that can all, 
other a buy as a bride product help your natural position your natural rankings for your website start exactly. to rise um are there any other tools that we need to be aware of that are within the google my business suite any anything else that we've not yet covered that we need to check off the list yeah i, I alluded to reviews i'm also glad that you talked about reviews reviews are so valuable um, there are a couple ways um, a pro tip when it comes to reviews is that normally you can say, hey, would you just go to Google and type my business in and give me a review? A lot of what, what you want, you want to make this as easy as possible. Um, mm -hmm. I think that Facebook almost makes this easier. For Google, there's a couple steps you have to do, but you can generate a link that goes directly to your Google My Business and opens up the dialog box where you can say five stars. Here you go. Um, that Google kind of makes that a little bit difficult. There's a couple of of like CRM softwares that will do that for you automatically. Um, if you start to get really high volume business, it's not a bad idea to go with some sort of review um, uh, management system. Uh, but the pro tip is that if you're just getting started and you wanna make it amazingly easy for somebody to be able to give you a review on Google My Business, which is really, really good. You wanna make sure you have reviews on several different platforms. Um, you wanna make it easy and you can generate a link that'll go directly to leaving a review, open that dialogue box. That's something that a lot of people don't know, but that's something that you should definitely consider. Um, that, so that's the pro tip number one. Uh, another pro tip is messaging. Um, some companies really get into this and it's really important. And my approach is always, you wanna do enough to be able to uh, lift off the ground. You know, you wanna have, have some pictures on there. You wanna be able to have some basic content, et cetera. Um, if people start to really engage with it, that's when you can start using a lot of these tools. Like um, if you offer service appointments, uh, you can actually manage those and schedule service appointments directly through uh, Google. There's a, a bunch of different um, platforms as well uh, that will interface with Google My Business where you'll say, hey, schedule an appointment and that would go to an external tool. Um, there's all sorts of things that you can do. And a lot of it is you want to be able to assess the data. So if you um, are, are getting going and you realize that, wow, tons of people are engaging with this, open up every tool and start spending lots of time with it. But if it's kind of a trickle and you need to focus on Google ads instead, if you need to focus on Facebook instead or whatever it is, um, you can, you, there's only a certain amount of time, right? There's only sure. a certain amount of time. So I want to get to the crux of this, Stephen. So we, we've talked about how we can set it up. We've talked about some of the finer details of Google My Business. I don't know it's something we do when we, when we do SEO campaigns for clients, when we do digital marketing strategies, one of the first things we do. Um, it's why it's so important. Is it something that, that seriously gets leads in though? Is it something that you've seen for your clients that really generates business, gets, gets inbound calls, gets in, inbound quote requests or whatever they, they want the customer to do? Does it actually get real results? Yes, absolutely. Um, the biggest industries here that we've seen be successful is uh, contractors. So DIY companies, uh, particularly there is a type of uh, foam roof, it's called, which is very okay. common in the southern part of the United States where, you know, their houses literally are getting baked by the sun for nine months out of the year. And so it's a special type of foam roof. Um, the outlook for contracting work in the United States is insane for 2021, despite the global pandemic and also uh, economic recession the outlook for that is just insane. So we have created different Google My Businesses uh, because they ha they actually have offices in different parts of the Southern United States. And so we create an individual Google My Business for each one of those. We yep. get the reviews and then uh, they, get they get solid leads because every single time someone taps call 
Um, and those are what from we what we've seen, those leads are very hot, very, very hot leads. So with, they have like an 80% conversion rate of those. It's pretty crazy. Awesome, man. Um, so it's almost like a hack, like we were saying earlier, because it's getting you straight to the top of Google. And yeah. if, the, if you're on your phone, it's, it's pretty much near the top of soon as you do the search. So you can literally click cool or you can view their reviews. You can view more details about the business, see the images or click through to their, to their website to get more info. So it's, exactly. it's almost a hack on that way. So I guess especially with, with COVID, as we know, that's, that's been in effect for many months now. It's a good use of your time if you're perhaps strapped on marketing spend as well. So if you're limited on what budget and you haven't yet set up this this uh, this tool on, on Google, it's something you really need to do now. Make exactly. sure it's up and running, especially mm-hmm. if you're scratching about for clients. It could get you customers pretty pretty soon from what we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the one thing that, again, it's if you are a local contracting company and restaurants, those have been just so... Uh, those are the companies that I've been working with a lot, even just, I just want to help out some free consulting, please, please, please. Would you just please claim this business? Because if our governor changes the rules of restaurants tomorrow at the press conference, you don't know until you listen to that press conference. And then, you know, the governor says X, Y, and Z. Well, now you can change your, all of those offerings immediately on Google My Business, and everyone's going to see it because that honestly is going to be the public face for most restaurants, restaurants near me, hamburgers near me, um, plumber near me. Um, And if there are different stipulations for the government regulations about what businesses are allowed to operate where, you can make those changes immediately. There is a Google My Business app. You can literally make it on the go. Pull the truck over, change it on your Google My Business app and keep going down the road to your next client. Um, that it cannot be understated. And I realize that I have lots of Americanisms in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, we eat hamburgers, drive trucks. That's what we do. Good man, good man. Stephen, look, this has been extremely useful. And I, I actively encourage anyone that, that's not yet set up their Google My Business to get off, get off your phone, get off this podcast, set up, then get back on the podcast. <laughs> all right, dude, is there, any, is there anything we've not yet covered that is, is important about this or we pretty much covered all ground on GMB now? Um, I just want to encourage everybody. I know that it is a tough environment out there, but being your own, owning your own business is fabulous. It's wonderful. And so please keep that in mind is that even if you're not experiencing great amounts of growth right now, it's okay. Uh, I think that things are going to get better, but the industry is changing. And so staying on top of the trends and understanding new tools or being able to use older tools and staying on top of things will help you. Uh, You have to roll. We we say we have to roll with the punches. And so rolling with the punches is, for example, understanding Google My Business. And if you ever do get to your wits end and you need to go hire a professional, um, I know that Sam does great work. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of great people that are experts in the field. And I got to hand it to Sam. Uh, I know that his firm does great work. And I really sincerely appreciate you letting me be here on the podcast with you. Hey, man, Stephen, look, really, really appreciate you coming on. It's been very, very useful for, for myself, for the audience, especially. So with that, sir, please do tell us a bit more about your businesses, how people can connect with you, learn from you and the best way to get in touch. Sure, sure. Uh, so, gosh, uh, I have a couple of uh, irons in the fire, as we say. I'm just on well, I have all these Americanisms going on today. Um, so I own a company called Boson Hub Digital Development. We've been a company for uh, about 10 or 15 years, depending on how you look at it. Uh, we've been a pretty, I guess, more of a serious company for about the last eight years. Um, and we do a lot of Google ads and SEO for uh, 
what we call medium-sized companies. And so companies that have maybe somewhere between uh, 25 and 100 employees, somewhere in there, we've been really focusing on that. Uh, that's been going really well. I used to be a traditional web developer and then uh, switched over into digital marketing. And so I have a web development team. Um, I have a business writing team. I have a graphic design team and they just do fabulous work. And it's, it's just so wonderful. Um, we've been doing a lot of virtual events. I think virtual events are going to be with us for quite quite a long time or at least hybrid events, uh, even after all of this is over. And I'm, I'm very hopeful, but I think it's going to be a while now before we have an in-person trade show or an in-person conference and so I developed a platform uh, to be able to do that, which has been uh, incredibly, incredibly fruitful for us as a company, but also for our clients. Uh, they've been able to continue a lot of events where they're like, and I didn't think that I could do this and be like, well, you can you can do this. And I've been able to provide a very, a very concierge experience where they don't have to deal with anything except I send them a link, be like, here, show up at this time and talk about the topics you want to talk about. So uh, that's been really good. Um, on top of that, I'm from a family business uh, that does trade shows. That's actually where the trade show, virtual trade show business uh, came from. So I'm the, the COO of that company, uh, and they've been in business since about 2007. They started it during the last recession, uh, and we're barely hanging on there. Um, that's, been, that's been really tough. They do scientific and biotechnology trade shows. Oh, what else? Uh, and then I also am the founder of a charity uh, where we give out micro grants to um, entrepreneurs that want to get off the ground. And so I live in a very rural area. Um, the United States is a very rural country in a lot of ways. And so I live, uh, what we say, in the middle of nowhere. There's another idiom. Um, and so we help entrepreneurs that live maybe far away from cities, but still, you know, they have an internet connection. They want to start a business and maybe they're poor and they can't afford traditional services to hire an attorney. Um, to be able to start a business. And so what we do is we work with what's called the Small Business Development Commission through the SBA, the Small Business Administration of the, of the federal government in the United States, to help entrepreneurs start businesses. And so we give them a computer, a refurbished computer, and we also give them um, the equivalent of somewhere between uh, 500 and 700 uh, pounds of, of cash to be able to do things like have one year of Shopify. Um, it's about 100, uh, it's, it's about 70, 80 pounds to be able to uh, start a business in the United States. It's not that expensive at all. And so we connect them with different coaching. We don't really do a lot of the coaching ourselves because there's only one of me and our board is very busy. They're doing things like me. And so um, those, those are the things that we have going on. It, it's, it's quite a bit. Um, if you're interested in any of that, uh, LinkedIn is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Stephen Hodges, Boson Hub, B-O-S-O-N-H-U-B, um, uh, or bosonhub.com. Any of that, we'd, we'd love to hear from you. Even if you're just looking for a little bit of advice, I'm always willing to, to, to help out and point you in the right direction. Stephen, thank you so much, mate. Some great businesses there. And that charity, that charity helping startups is a really good incentive as we were discussing before we hit record. So really good stuff. Passionate about that myself. So yeah, good to hear. All the all the links Stephen has mentioned will be available in the episode description, which is going to be on businessgrowth.marketing. That's businessgrowth.marketing. And with that, I want to thank you once again, Stephen, for coming on. Really appreciate it, dude. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, happy holidays and Merry Christmas to everyone who's listening. Certainly a Merry Christmas to all. And if you enjoyed the show, as always, be sure to hit subscribe for Business Growth Show, wherever the heck you get your podcast from. We interview business leaders each and every week to provide actionable tips across marketing, sales, and business growth to help you boost your sales and grow your business, most importantly. And if you enjoy the show, do drop us a review on your podcast channel. Thanks once again for tuning in. Cheers.